Hello, my dudes. Welcome back to Previously Gifted. Today, I don't know what the heck I'm talking about because ugh, everything's just been so same lately. You know, it's just, it's so same. Um, today's episode, I have to wear my aligners, so sorry for any extra mouth noises, as always. Um, exciting, maybe. Uh, update on my tooth straightening journey. Um, I'm wearing my aligners because I switched to tray 12 last night, so a new tray is always very sore. Ooh, I heard some mouth noises in there. Hell yeah. Um, but after I switch trays, obviously, I try to keep them in as often as possible, and I have to go to work in a couple hours, so I'm trying to get my hours in now. Cause I, well, I'm probably going to keep them in at work as well because it hurts when they're out at this point. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be done with my treatment in May, but that's my original treatment in which there is not enough room to completely straighten my bottom teeth because they're that crowded, you guys. So Smile Direct Club approved me to go get IPR, which is just like tooth shaving, um, to make a little bit of room. So if I can find a dentist who will do that for me, uh, my teeth should be able to actually be straightened, which is the whole point of everything. Anyway, before we get really, really deep into everything, got to give a shout out to my patrons, as always. Um, if you guys want to go to patreon.com slash previously gifted, you can check out um, my Patreon page. Basically, it's a way to support the podcast. Consider it to be a digital tip jar of sorts. If you're a really big fan of the podcast throw me a dollar or something. If you uh, contribute $1 per month, you will get access to bonus episodes. You hear those freaking sirens, dude? It's because my podcast is fire. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, I have to give a shout out to my permanent patron sponsors. These are the biggest contributors and the biggest supporters. So shouts out to Joni, Hannah, Kirsty. Eric, Lily, Dylan, Jerome, and Liz. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. And, um, yep, hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, the first thing that has me shook today is I've been playing phone tag with my doctor, a new doctor. Um, because, okay, I'm not very good at um, keeping up with going to the doctor. I didn't know that that's a thing that most people do often. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to be better about it, be more proactive about taking care of my teeth, my body, <laughs> all of that. So I went to the doctor. I think I talked about this in a bonus episode. So sorry, I'm trying to not get too into it. Um, I went to the doctor and she said that I should get some blood tests done. I hate getting blood tests done, obviously. Um, just the whole process is very stressful. And then I feel like I'm, I'm like, what if I pass out? Or what if I just feel like shit all day? So anyway, I went and had my blood test done and they took out a lot of blood. But I felt fine. So that's good. And then I was just waiting to hear back, like, the results. And they have this, like, online portal, so I was like, oh, it's, maybe it's on the portal. I checked, and it wasn't there. So I messaged my doctor, and I was like, mm, where are my blood test results? 
And then she tried to call me and I missed the call. And I looked at it, it was like two minutes ago, so I called back. And instead of taking it directly to her, like she didn't leave an extension or something, it was just the main office. And then it took like five minutes for someone to pick up there. And I was like, hey, I'm just calling back my doctor. Can you ever call me back? And then I missed her call again. And I was like, how does this happen? My phone is always on me. My phone is always silent, but you'd think that I would notice. But then I found out, lol, that my phone has been on do not disturb for probably forever. So poor Nathan has to go through this daily. Every time he calls me because my phone was on Do Not Disturb, it would just not even ring. It would just go straight to voicemail, like twice, and then by the third time, it would let it ring, and then I'd finally get a call. But on my phone, on my end, sometimes it doesn't even show up that I'm getting a missed call. So I'm like, how do I keep missing all these calls? Oh, Do Not Disturb. I do have my Do Not Disturb on, often, on my phone and my computer. I, just, I don't like notifications, dude. They fuck you up. It fucks you up to have things beeping and vibrating and ringing all damn day, popping up all the time. You don't need it, except when it's your doctor calling you back. <sighs> so then over the weekend, she wasn't in the office. And then I was like, all right, first thing today, let's go. So I called the office and they leave a message for her to call me back. And then she calls me and I pick it up. Thank God. I was like, thank God we finally got in contact. She's like, yeah, so your blood work. Um, there was a problem with the lab. And I was like, oh. Ahem, sorry. I literally just coughed so loud and so suddenly. So that was good. Um, anyway. There was a lab error that fucked up, like, more than half of my tests, which is a lot of blood. Um, so she's like, oh, sorry, you're going to have to come in and get more blood drawn so we can finish these tests. And I was like, that's so fucked. I was so glad. While doing the blood work that I hate doing, I was like, well, at least I only have to do it, like, once. And then maybe in, like, a year, you know, for my annual checkups. But not again. And nope. Here I fucking go. So I'm pretty upset about that. Anyway, the very few things that she had results for um, include me not being anemic. My blood count is good, so I'll just go fucking spill more blood. Um, and I have good electrolytes and sugar. She said some other things, but none of the interesting things. Like, I wanted to know my B12 levels, um, magnesium, like, you know, anything's... So I'm gonna have to go back and get those redone, and I'm I'm pissed. I also have notes on my calendar to make a point with a an OBGYN, a gyno, um, because I haven't had any of those tests yet, and I'm supposed to go to a dermatologist and get all my freckles checked out. And I just hate I hate the anxiety, the worry of like thinking about obviously mental or not mental, like, <sighs> medical issues, you know? I'm like, oh, I should make a make an appointment for the dermatologist. And the longer I think about it, I'm like, I could have skin cancer right now. And then I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to go now. Because then I'm going to be waiting by the phone to hear those results. And I'm going to miss the call. And then we're going to play phone tag. <sighs> it's very stressful. Anyway, um, sorry if I'm a little bit off today. I... 
I mean, it's Monday, but like I had a great weekend with Nathan. We did lots of things, um, but I always feel a little bit like shaken up after the weekend because I think of all the things that I have to do, particularly this podcast, which I like to record on Sundays so that I can at least have it up by Monday. Um, But like I said, we were busy all weekend. And then today I do have work a little bit later than usual. Um, But it's like a mid-shift, so I'm trying to get lots of stuff done this morning. I already did laundry. It's all over the bed right now, Um, so I feel good about that. I had to shower, wash my bangs. I love it. Working at Starbucks, I have to keep my hair up all day, every day anyway, so it's like I never have a reason to wash my hair because I can't wear it down four to five days of the week. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I'm just like, I'm kind of tired. I don't like working, like starting work in like the late afternoon. So then you're like, your whole day, you could be productive because you have so much time, but then you're just thinking about going to work. And for me, I'm thinking about like being tired at work or I don't know. Especially with video stuff. Like, I don't know what kind of videos to make for my main channel anymore. Like, I really enjoy making these podcasts. And actually, it's very easy to do them. um, As long as I'm, like, ready and have things to say. Um, The setup's pretty simple. Posting the audio is super easy. And then going back through and editing the video usually doesn't take too long. So usually what I like to do is record it and then post the audio and the video as soon as possible, which can take like just, I don't know, like a couple hours. Um, But other videos can take a lot more time. And like, lately, I've just been like, (sighs) uninspired as far as content for Tiffany Ferg, because I love the long form content of um, fucking podcasts, you know, and I'm also hungry, I need like a good, good lunch. But I'm leaving that as my reward for when I finish this. Anyway, who else has a case of the Mondays? Am I right? More like, who else has a lot of work to catch up on and like, yeah, classic. You get overwhelmed by the amount of things instead of taking them one at a time. Um, But yeah, for Tiffany Ferg, it's like, it's so not normal for me to go like two weeks without making a video. But like now that I've had the podcast and I'm at least posting this every week consistently, um, it's my first priority, and and I enjoy it the most, like, making it. Um, and it's really not that hard to, like, sit down and think of things to say for a quick 45 minutes or an hour. Um, but, like, on Tiffany Ferg, it's, like, people request lots of study abroad, travel-related um, videos, and it's, like, I was just thinking about this this morning. Like, I can't keep making very many videos about the five months I spent abroad, you know? Like, in just a couple of months, it'll be a year since I left France, you know? Like, how weird is that? So it's like, I'm not I'm not the person to keep making study abroad videos. Like, obviously it was good to make those videos during the process, and I'm really glad that I documented all of that and offered some good information, but it's like, For me to recommend anything about study abroad now when I'm not in that process is just, like, it's very uh, difficult and strange and just obviously, like, not (laughs) inspiring. So 
I hope that there are some new upcoming study abroad kind of YouTubers or vloggers or something. Or if any of you are studying abroad or want to, start making videos about it. Make videos about the process and your experiences, vlog, take pictures, and share that with people. Because there are so many people who are interested in it. Um, but obviously it's best to hear it from people who are experiencing it firsthand. So anyway, yeah, I was thinking about that. Because so many of my subscribers came from the videos that I made while I was in France, and it's super cool, but it's like, <laughs> I can't make my video about France while I'm living in New York and doing nothing relevant to French culture or the language. It's like, shit. <laughs> and then um, I do like updating you guys on my college sitch. Um, and I have some updates, so I guess I could share them with you here, a little podcast exclusive. Um, but again, I will be making a video about everything, um, once I've received all of my admission decisions, but that could be, like, May, which is annoying. Uh, I've received seven, seven decisions so far, and I've applied to 11 schools, I think, um... So far, I've been accepted into every school, which is crazy. Um, knock on wood, but I am I am really hoping, just for like the sake of irony, to get into every school so that I can make some kind of a video. Sorry for all the goddamn noise. There's like, what's happening? What is that? <laughs> just for the sake of irony, I would love to make a video that's something like last year rejected from all schools, this year accepted, blah, 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 whatever. A classic, like, it turned it around story. Is that a classic thing? A classic turnaround. Um, <laughs> just a, a good happy ending. Well, I mean, we'll see. Because the acceptances aren't the only issue. Getting in is the first hurdle. Being able to afford everything is the major thing. Um, that's kind of another thing I've been stressing a little bit about, because... Uh, I've received some financial aid information or like some universities in their admission letters say you have been qualified for this transfer scholarship or something um, but that's usually just merit-based and doesn't include um, need-based scholarships until they send you your official financial award but I'm like I applied to some really expensive schools like Okay, your tuition's $50,000 a year. All right. Um, they send me a, congratulations, you qualified for this $10,000 a year scholarship. I'm like, okay, $10,000, $40,000? I'm like, okay, a couple of need-based scholarships and grants. And then one school um, put on my financial award $30,000 in Parent PLUS loans. Plus, like, six or 7,000 loans, dollars in loans, uh, f under my own name. And I was like, mm -hmm, that's hilarious. That's actually hilarious. Not a school I'm even particularly interested in, but um, I was just like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> I guess, I don't know, I guess I had the wrong image of um, private schools' financial packages, just because Loyola... Um, their tuition is like, it's around 50000 um, I think. But I remember getting so many scholarships, like, from the school, and then, um, this is so loud, I'm sorry. So many other scholarships and things that I only had to take out 10000 in loans 
every year, which is still a lot, but that's definitely like my max because again, it's like there's a limit to how much the undergrad student under 24 can take out themselves. Um, and then the rest is, is, wow, I'm really, really spitty. Sorry about it. The rest is expected to be under your parents' name. And um, my parents have been super helpful and put quite a lot of loans under their name for me. Um, and I was just able to pay them back a big chunk of those loans. And I'm still making payments. Like, the, the, pay, the, the loans that are under my parents' names, I told them, like, I, I have to have it under your name but I will pay, I'll pay every cent of it. So I've been making payments. Uh, I've, I just made a payment for their loan yesterday and I think my own loans are on auto pay, so I'm like, ugh. Anyway, it's like, I'm already a little bit overwhelmed at the loans I currently have. So going forward, I'm like, okay, I need to finish my <laughs> degree as fast as possible. Hopefully I can get it done in two years and maybe like a summer semester if I need it. But um, these schools or these financial packages that are offering me, like, you know, some grants and scholarships, but then, like, <laughs> saying that I'd need to take out twenty or $30,000 in loans every year, and that doesn't even include living costs? Wow, <laughs> that's fucked. Um, and this is all complicated because, because I'm mainly focusing on New York schools, um, and I'm not a New York resident, and I don't think I would be considered a New York resident even by, like, a year or two from now, um, because of my parents' residency and all this complicated shit. So I'm a California resident for the sake of, like, FAFSA purposes, but California schools are, like, my last option because... Uh, everything's so complicated. I didn't mean to make this episode about college things, but I guess it's good to just rant about it. Um... Because Nathan's visa, um, his 18-month visa that he's currently on expires in October, and if he doesn't get, um, you know, a new visa, the one that he applied for, um, he'll be going back to England, obviously. But if he does, he'd be staying in America for the next, like, three to however many years. So, oh my god. This is like a thunderstorm, but I think it's like a trash truck, so good timing for me. Um, so obviously, like, I want to be, be able to make our relationship work ideally without long distance, but especially not New York to California or England to California. Like, that just seems so much more difficult. And honestly, I'd be spending so much time trying to afford, like, to fly back and forth that it's like, really, we would both save money if we can somehow end up living together somewhere um, and staying in the same place. So, yeah, yeah. So it's unfortunate because if I were in California, thanks to the blue and gold program, um, my family falls under the income level to where if I got into any UC or Cal State, um, my tuition would be guaranteed. It would be covered by scholarships and grants. Um, I'd probably still have to take out maybe a little bit in loans to cover, again, living expenses. Um, but like, obviously, <laughs> I would get the best financial packages at public schools in California. I didn't reapply because last year I was rejected from all of them because I was missing uh, some required courses. So long story short, I couldn't reapply. 
this year because I didn't complete those courses. Um, and I thought I'd do the, the private school route and the New York school route and then last minute added on some international schools. So yeah, it's like, it's kind of bittersweet at this point because I'm obviously really glad that I'm getting into schools obviously. Um, but until I can really crunch the numbs and figure everything out, and until um, Nathan hears back about his visa, then we'll really be able to figure everything out, which is scary because now this makes like April, May, June, like a very crunch, stressful time, you know? Like that's when all the shit's gonna be like <sighs> revealed. All the shit will be revealed. That's when we'll get a lot of news and then we'll have to figure everything out. Um, and since I'm going back to camp this summer, that's, again, like another two months where I can't be planning or getting ready for school. And a lot of the schools I applied to start like literally a week after camp ends. So I've got very little time um, to kind of sort my matters because like moving to a new school or a new city or whatever, or maybe even internationally, it takes a lot of um, preparation. So uh, yeah, there's a lot. But anyway, very excited. I finished my last application the other day for NYU. Um, most of my applications I did in February because a lot of them had deadlines that were like February 15th. So I did them before then and uh, NYU's is like April 1st. So I finally decided to bite the bullet and finish it, which was really easy because it, the only thing I still had to do through the Common App was like a short NYU statement. So I did that and I turned it in and now I just wait. And I don't want to get my hopes up about NYU because it is the most competitive um, selective school that I applied to and it's also very expensive and I've heard that it doesn't give out great financial aid. Um, so I'm like, hmm, even if I get in, <laughs> there's very little chance that I'd be able to afford it. But fingers crossed, you never know what'll happen. I'm also looking um, for outside scholarships to apply to because I should really be looking into that. Um, it could definitely help make things more affordable. I'm going to take a little break and then we'll come right back and I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm back. I just remembered I put one thing on my uh, list. Usually I try to think of a list of things to talk about. Didn't do that today. But I have one thing on my list, and that is to ask you guys for recommendations. Um, I'm going to be going on a trip to D.C., just for the weekend with my brother and Nathan. So we actually um, have a White House tour and a Capitol tour. So that's going to be very exciting. But I was wondering if you guys have any other recommendations. I mean, there's like the, the big things, which I mean, let me know what's the most worth it time and money wise, if any of them um, charge. But you know, we'll be trying to check out museums and all the good stuff. Um, if there's any good vegan food, absolutely let me know because I'm always, always ready to dank out on some good vegan food in a new city. It'll be my first time to DC. Um, it'll be a first time to DC for all of us. And then 
for spring break, Nathan and I decided to go down to Miami, which is hilarious. Um, because (laughs) I think like, I don't know, as especially as a California native, I am very biased to the West Coast, West Coast kind of beaches. Um, And, like, nobody I know went to Florida for anything because we have our own Disneyland in California Adventure. Why would anyone go to Florida to go to Disney World? I know it's bigger, but, like, mm, no. Um, And then just, like, I don't know. There are just so many jokes about Florida being terrible. (laughs) But it's funny because so many people here, like, I don't know if it's just Long Island or New York or just the Northeast. Um... So many people here vacation in Florida and, you know, it's it's definitely a good destination for sunshine and a vacation. So, yeah, we were considering a lot of different things. Um, we were considering just going back to California and I said, maybe we could go to a city I've never been, like Seattle or Portland. Um, but then we thought about the weather and Nathan really wants to be in a sunny place and just, like, chill at the beach. Um, and I thought since we had already been to Southern California, might as well not go to the exact same place. Let's see a new place. Um, so yeah, neither of us have been to Florida. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, so we're going to Miami. Only for, for like, four or five days. So it'll be a, a good trip. But, like, literally we have nothing planned and that's how we like it. I, I never take, like, do-nothing vacations like you know like a beach vacation you're either like all out you want to like pet the dolphins go scuba diving and go on excursions or you want to just lay on the beach and drink and that's what we're going to be doing so if you have any good um vegan restaurants or anything in miami that would be awesome um I actually looked up if there were any vegan restaurants, and there are a lot in the area. So I'm excited about that because, oh god, nothing's worse than traveling and being excited about a trip, but then realizing there's no good food for me to eat there. It's like, that was like my, me every time, every time, the two times I've been to Amsterdam. Amsterdam is not super vegan friendly. So every time, (laughs) the two times (laughs) that I went there, um, it was just a bummer because there just like wasn't a lot of uh, options around. But, you know, I love, love being able to eat some good food. So yeah, let me know. I literally, I cannot name one thing to do in Miami except except go to the beach and drink and eat. Um, But I guess people shop and like just the nightlife scene. Don't really care about that, to be honest. Um, Nathan and I are obviously not huge (laughs) partiers. Um, It blows my mind. I saw this thing on Twitter that was like um, spring breakers. It wasn't even in uh, Miami, but it was like somewhere in the south. I'm not sure, but like a popular uh, spring break college destination. And it was this convenience store that was just like trashed. And, you know, apparently when all the college kids come down, they just, like, you know, they destroy the beaches, they leave everything a fucking mess, they're super disrespectful, and it's just, like, I've never understood that. Um, But then, like, I was thinking about this this morning as well, like, I've never, (laughs) I clearly haven't had the typical college experience, but, like, I never wanted to, Um, 
but still, I don't understand the, just all of it. Like, going down to fucking, I don't know, Mexico or, or Florida, whatever, and just, like, getting absolutely smashed for, like, a week and just, like, fucking strangers. I don't know. Is that what people do? It seems like it. Um, but for a lot of people, like, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing that gets them through their semester. They know they get to go on down and have their wild spring break. I sound so (sighs) judgmental. I'm not judging anybody, but, like, it's just so not my thing that, like, the thought of it is actually horrendous. (laughs) Like, that is the absolute last thing that I would want to do. Um, but yeah, to each his own, you know, do your shit. Enjoy spring break. Just relax. Do what you like. But, um, yeah, on that note, I was thinking about, um, how my, obviously my college experience differs from, like, the typical one, and kind of, it blew my mind. I was, I was talking to one of my coworkers, and, like, a lot of my coworkers are, like, 19, 20. I'm like, wow, you're so young. (laughs) I'd say 22. Um, but they were talking about college and, like, taking time off school and going back, Um, And I was like, holy shit, it's been four years since I graduated high school. And I've been thinking about it um, because obviously like a lot of my classmates, the people from my year in high school are graduating this year or have already graduated early. Um, But I'm like, wow, that could have been me. Like in an alternate reality, another universe, um... I would not have had my extreme senioritis uncollege kind of phase. Um, and honestly, like I I don't know. I was I was concerned about student debt. I was actually watching I had an old video up on Tiffany the Prez or maybe on Tiffany Ferg. That was me when I was like 16 ranting about like college expectations. Um, I was so angry back then. Like, everything I said was, like, so sarcastic and, like, I don't know, kind of still true. (laughs) But um, I was just, like, colleges expect you to have all these extracurriculars and, like, I work so hard in school and I have a job and blah, 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 but, like, I feel like it's never going to be enough because I don't play a sport and I don't, I'm not, like, the head of all these bullshit clubs that don't actually do anything and, you know, just, like, hating the system. Um, but if I think about it, like, I totally would have gotten into some really great schools if I had, like, especially if I had tried harder senior year. Like, once I decided I wasn't applying to any colleges, I didn't try as hard. Um, but I probably could have gotten, like, a 4.2 at least. Maybe. I graduated with, like, a little over a 4.0, I think. I don't know. Um, (laughs) but anyway, in an alternate reality... I would have, I don't know, I I, I was also concerned because everybody else has help, and, like, I didn't have any help. Neither of my parents have gone to college, um, and I was the first in my family to consider going to a four-year when it comes to my siblings, so I was completely alone in that, and I was like, like, just the thought of figuring everything out on my own was so overwhelming that I was like, I don't... I don't want to do this now. I don't want to rush into it. Um, But let's say in an alternate reality, I keep like hitting my tooth that's like being moved right now and I get sensitive about it. Um, I'm really scared of like knocking my teeth together and hurting any of them. But anyway, let's say I did all the research starting at 16 
that's the funny thing. It's like we have, we had a, uh, what is it called? Career, college and career prep class, whatever. Our freshman year. So most of us are like 14. And you take this class and basically you take a lot of quizzes and like find out like a good major for you or good college fits for you. And it's good because they introduce you to like college board and, and like, the PSATs and the SATs and all the shit that you'll have to do. Um, so it's it's kind of good, but it's also very stressful when you're a freshman because it's like, fuck, you still have all of high school to get through before you're going to college. But like, you know, um, I wish they had talked a little bit more about financial aid because I remember my fucking teacher. Um, <sighs> I don't want to say his name, but his name's really funny. Um, let's call him, literally his name was like Mr. Fat, but another word. <laughs> Shout out to my, um, high school peers. You'll know. Anyway, he, he, he repeated the phrase free money so much when talking about scholarships and grants, but like didn't really fucking get into it. And we would look through these bullshit scholarship websites that are so annoying because it's like. It's just like you're a fucking drop in the fucking ocean. And they're like, you can apply to all these. There's so much free money out there. It's like, it's not that easy. Most of these want you to apply by writing an essay or, you know. And I get that scholarships want you to do something to, like, earn it. But it's not that easy, Mr. Fat. Um... But I wish he he had talked about, like, maybe he did. I don't even remember. Like, Pell Grants, because I get Pell Grants, and it would have helped me to know that I'd get, like, that amount of money every year. It would have been good to know about, like, these tuition guarantees. Maybe they weren't in place at the time. Um, but, like, I wish, I wish they had taught us to look at each school and see what scholarships they offer based on GPA or based on, you know, all kinds of things. Because that would have helped me a lot and made me feel less anxious um, about being able to afford school. Because um, I think about it, and, like, I think about it a lot now because of my little brother. Because he's a senior, and I really want him to go straight to a four-year. Um, because, you know, obviously we have the same FAFSA and financial information from our family. So he too, like, should get his tuition and, um, his tuition covered with a, you know, guarantee, scholarships and grants. Um, so he'll still have to take out student loans to cover his, like, housing. So, like, room and board, meal plan. Um, but, you know, that's, that's okay. That's, that's manageable. And if he still has, a job, which I'm sure he will, um, he'll be able to pay for all of his other expenses, and, like, you know, like, there are ways to figure this out, um, but I was just, like, I was so against, like, I, I have other videos, like, my senior year, when I was talking about why I'm not going to college, um, I don't know, I was just rebelling against the whole system, because, like, I grew up, I don't know, I just, I had been, like, a straight-A student or whatever, 4.0 kind of student, um, like, my whole life, but that wasn't from any pressure from, like, parents or anyone, it was just me, like, I was just, um, an honor student who enjoyed getting good grades, and it, like, that was, like, the one thing that I was good at, because I didn't do sports, and, like, I wasn't really involved in anything else, so, like, for me to do well in school, um, that was my thing. And, and I, I, I loved even more 
the less I tried and the better I did, you know? Like, I didn't have to put a lot of effort in. I never, like, studied really. And I would still do really well just because, like, I don't know. I'm a good test taker. And I'm I'm just, I think, naturally academically talented. <laughs> or at least I used to be. Previously gifted, everybody. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. In an alternate universe, I would have actually applied to schools. I could have you know, gotten into a bunch of them, who knows, and then I would literally be graduating this year, and I mean, that's assuming that no hiccups happened along the way, um, because obviously life is always more complicated, but, like, I feel like, I feel like a lot of the time, if you go straight to a four-year after graduating, it's a lot easier to just, like, power through those four years, um, because my friends who went to, like, our local community college, they almost all spent more than two years, and they're good students, just because it's, like, hard to get into the classes you need and blah, blah, blah. So a lot of my friends spent three years, and then they did their applications, and then you transfer and do another two years. Um, So I feel like going straight to a four-year can be, like, the easiest way to actually finish in four years. And it's funny, because I used to laugh at, like, (laughs) like older people who are like a couple years older than me because they were at our community college for like years after graduating high school and we're like why are they still around why have they not transferred yet like losers (laughs) but it's like I totally get it now I totally understand like you never fucking know sometimes you want to take time off because you're just so tired of like being in school or or working and having to pay bills like who knows there's shit that happens to everybody um but yeah, it's uh, it's so weird. I, I just can't imagine. But then I think about all the things that I've done since graduating high school. Because, like, I don't know. On one hand, I'm like, oh, God, it's been four years and I don't have my degree. I'm literally only halfway done with my degree. Maybe if these schools will give me enough fucking credits. That's another thing. We'll see. We'll talk about that. Um, and it's like, oh, and I'm already in this much debt and blah, blah, blah. Like, ugh. But I think about it and it's like, I have obviously been able to take a lot of time to do my own thing. I've been able to express myself creatively through my YouTube videos and grow my audience a lot in the past few years and um, this podcast and everything. But like, I've been able to travel so much and I haven't been stuck in that usual school like school for four straight years like that's a long time to be in the same kind of pace of life um and I've been able to be more flexible by taking time off or doing whatever non-traditional things um and now like I'm I'm really ready to go back to school one to finish but also like I do enjoy learning and I like being in that setting I like going to class sometimes. Um, and that's, that's one thing because so many people, I cannot tell you how many people when I said I'm not applying to colleges this year when I was in high school or I'm not going to college. Um, (laughs) so many people when I said that were like, oh no, if you don't go right now, you'll never go. There are so many people who never go back to college because once you take a break, you just, you'll never feel motivated enough to go back. And that is absolute bullshit, dude. And it's totally fucked up 
to tell like a 17 year old kid that, you know? It's like some people need a lot more time. A four year degree is great, but for some people it takes six or, you know, or you just do your associates or you do trade school. Like there are so many other things that like telling someone that if they don't go to school right away because everyone else is doing it, that they'll never do it. It's just bullshit. You know, like I think about my sister who she graduated and then she took like three years off technically um, just to work and just to live and be a young adult on her own and be independent. And she moved to Arizona and then she settled into a life there. And then when she was ready, she finally decided to do cosmetology school and she powered through it. It's a lot of hours. It's really hard to do that while you're also working enough to pay your bills and your rent. Um, but she did it and now she's working and she has her own fucking business, you know? So it's like, like for her, she graduated high school six years ago now. That's nuts. Um, but even without a four year degree, um, you know, she has her Cosmo license and she has her own business and a lot of people can't do that, you know? So good for her, but good for everybody, you know? Like I wish... I wish the best for everyone, and I hope that everyone finds their path. Like, I still don't know what my path is gonna be. Like, what the fuck kind of job do I want? Like, what am I aiming for? I don't know. Um, but I'm not, like, too concerned about it, because I can always just do whatever. That's the thing. Like, when I when I was 18, um, McKenna and I were like, okay, we're just going to move to L.A., and we're going to be struggling actors, and we're going to do comedy. <laughs> I, It's funny, because I thought I knew at the time, like, oh, I'm just going to have to work a lot and pay the bills, but I had no fucking clue, like, how hard it actually is to afford L.A. rent, even when you're sharing a room, and, like finding a job that pays you any, like, decent wage to where you won't have to work over 40 hours, like, you know? Like, I had no idea, but I was like, oh, like, we'll just go do it. We'll just move on up to L.A., fresh out of high school. You know, I I didn't end up doing that. But kind of did. She, um, she moved to Santa Monica, and then she went to Santa Monica City College and did classes for a couple years, um, and, like, you know, it's, it's tough. Things don't always, they almost never actually work out the way that you plan. Um, I'm probably going to cut this off early. I know that I usually try to go to like 50, 55 minutes, but I'm honestly like really hungry and I'm probably not going to have much else substance, uh, wise to say. See, even just that. What did I just say? Here's the thing. I'm addicted to coffee for sure. Um, and that's, like, the one thing that, like, really makes me excited to go to work is, like, right now I'm like, oh, I would love to go to Starbucks. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to be at Starbucks anyway in two hours. And I'll get free coffee and I can sip on it through my whole shift. (sighs) That's the best thing ever. Cheers to that. All right. I hope you guys, um, enjoyed this episode. Again, sorry for the uh, mouth sounds and the, like, outside sounds and just all of it. But anyway, um, I will see you guys next week. As always, please tweet me or contact me in some way if you have topic suggestions or things that you want to hear about on the pod. Um, Check out the Patreon if you are so inclined. And stay tuned for another podcast next week. Okay, thanks. Bye!